1: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producers Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. Meditation of the day. In three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on. Robert Frost. The most recent question I'm asked by actors is, what do I do after an audition? Well, my answer is, let it go. It's that simple. You have no control anyway, so why waste the energy? You should know in your heart that you gave the best performance possible and move on. Don't wait by the phone or hold your breath because you will drive yourself crazy. What you can do is continue to work on your craft and hold your vision clearly in your mind of where you are going and be at peace with that. Today, I will trust my abilities and have faith. Today's theme is insights from a casting director that knows.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I am beyond excited today. I'm so excited to have casting director extraordinaire Kim Williams on the show. Kim has cast the industry's top film and television shows for the past three decades. Kim is a casting wizard. That's what I am. I am going to... Own that name for Kim, casting wizard. Um, thespians, I want you guys to get your phones, your pens, whatever you need to document this moment. Do it because Kim is about to lay some mad jewels on you, and she's going to share her insight with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Miss Kim Williams! Yay! I do the I do the sound too, Kim. <laughs> so welcome to the spirited actor podcast kim
4: thank you tracy nice to be here with you
2: i'm so happy that you are here i'm i I just know we don't have enough time to get to everything so i want to get to the good stuff and um i want actors to just be ready because they, they're going to walk away with their minds blown today. Um, so first, Kim, let's start off. Like, Tell us how you got started um, as a casting director.
4: I started in casting as an intern when I was in college. I initially had gone to college thinking I wanted to be a newscaster. But after my first communications class, I realized quickly that was not the path for me. And so I knew I wanted to do something in entertainment. Uh So I looked for internship opportunities and I found one with a casting office. And at the time, I had no idea what casting was, but Mm. I figured whatever I end up doing in the business, I'll need to know probably how this part of it works. Mm -hmm. And I just love the energy and excitement and activity that was happening um, in that office. And so I signed on and I had the opportunity the very first day to not only speak to one of my sort of, you know, filmmaking heroes, Mm -hmm. but also to sort of have that like light go off of this is what you're meant to do with yourself. Wow. So I... um, was answering phones and one of the calls was Steven Spielberg, which was oh. fantastic. They were casting a movie with him. So I had a, a great, but brief chat with him. Mm. And uh, in the process, he and the casting director I was working for, uh, were talking about an actor who had fallen out for a role that started at the end of the week. And the casting director off the top of his head rattles off 10 names of actors to replace someone wow. and I, I was blown away wow. like literally like the world yeah. stopped for me and I was like I need to figure out how to do that yeah. and so I was on my way.
2: Wow. And as a casting director cuz I always like to know everybody's pet peeves. In my experience, um I look at the audition process as a job interview. And right. so there are certain things that I think you should just naturally know, you know, grooming, scent, things like that. However, that's not as obvious as, you know, you can think it is. So tell the actors some of your pet peeves in terms of the audition process.
4: Right. I mean, I think there I think exactly what you said, that it. this is a job interview. Um, on several levels, not only like for the this particular role. Mm-hmm. And I always like to remind actors that when you are coming into audition, you're not just auditioning for this specific role yes. that you're reading for on that particular day. Mm-hmm. You're auditioning for me for all the future projects that I have. If there are producers, writers, directors in the room for all the future projects that they have. So it really is like, your big calling card for your future. And I think it's really important to remember that and come with that sort of mindset. Um, So just like a couple of things for me, Mm -hmm. timeliness is key. You know, I I can't tell you how many times we've had to sit and wait for actors, which is not a good look in Mm -hmm. any way for you. Um, You know, a majority of an actor's job is waiting. Right. And so you should allow yourself ample time plus ample time (laughs) so that you are Mm -hmm. there and ready and waiting and ready to go. Um, Being as prepared as you possibly can um, is another key and sort of not wasting your time. Right. Even when you're sitting in the waiting room and Mm -hmm. waiting. Right. Um, And so for me, that, means, you know, having taken classes so that you are keeping that muscle fresh and ready Mm -hmm. um, always, Um, getting as much information about the people you're coming in to see. And I don't, by that I mean, you know, professional information, what they've worked on, Mm -hmm. the projects you're coming in for, you know, what the world you're walking into is, Um, And then if there are any questions, because we understand that you're not going to have as much information about the project, the role as we will. And so if there are questions that can help you elevate your performance, um, be ready with that um, as well. Um, It really breaks my heart because I love actors so much and I love Uh this process Uh so much. It breaks my heart when actors come in and, Essentially, they're winging it because yes. acting is not a winging it, um, you know, kind of profession. Right. Um, I think, yeah. And I think also, you know, back to the interview part of it, coming dressed appropriately. And I don't right. mean like if it's a role for a doctor, you have to come in looking like a doctor. If it's a prisoner, you don't need to wear, you know, a <laughs> right. prison guard, But I just right. mean coming in looking in a way that that just reads like. I'm a professional and I'm here to do like work.
2: So in terms of the um, audition process, a lot of casting directors have different ways that they run that room. Do you prefer for actors to one, have the sides memorized in advance do you like actors to read on their phones or iPads? Or are you okay with them being familiar with it and still holding it in their hand sort of as a crutch?
4: I I don't have a preference in that way. A couple of caveats, though, I will say uh-huh. is I think it's really helpful— to have the material in your hand even when you've had it memorized because sometimes just the smallest thing can throw you off yep. and and then, you know, you get sort of lost in your head trying to figure out where you are in the material. But if it's in your hand, you can sort of find your place. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the iPad iPhone thing is a little tough because people use those um, devices right. so frequently just in regular life. Yep. It turns it into something else and takes us out of the audition Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because people tend to then use that device in the same way they use it in their day-to-day life, which is not helpful in an audition. So I would would not necessarily um, recommend using an iPad or an iPhone, but I'm totally open to having material in your hand.
2: I mean, I had a casting director that just went crazy over a phone. Um, and I get it. And the way you explained it makes so much sense. And it does take us, you know, what if we were doing a period piece in the 60s? <laughs> you know, Correct. it does. So um, and, and in reference to talent, now we're in the audition. Now we're in the process. How do you define talent? How, how do you know? Like, you know, does hair stand up? How do you know?
4: That is a really hard question to answer or uh-huh. to put into words uh-huh. because it really is about sort of that magic that happens. Yeah. Um, you know, wh- when you're casting something, you really are looking for that one person that takes these black and white words and turns them into sort of a real life character uh-huh. Um mm. Uh, yeah, it's re—it's I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I can't even, I, yeah. I don't know. It's just the magic that happens. No,
2: but that's it. The magic. You have to know what the magic is, too, and you know that. I mean, I always encourage the actors to go to I as an I, M as in Mary, D as in dog, B as in boy, imdb.com to look at all of the credits of our guests that are on the show Kim, her credits don't stop. They're pages of credits for Kim. Um, so you have had the opportunity to be blessed with talent from the embryo stages of their career when people did not know their name. Can you name some of those people for us?
4: Wait, let's see. Uh, I'll friggin' date myself with this. Uh, okay, you see, can start Martin at present day. Martin Lawrence, <laughs> Sofia Vergara. Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, I probably should have looked at my credits before I came on, huh? I can tell um, you some
2: credits: okay. um, Married with Children, girlfriends, which you just mentioned. Um, Tyler Perry's movies from day one. Yes, Diary of a Mad Dress Black Woman. Okay. Although
4: I mean, I, I I gave him his first movie role, but you know, he was already sort of on the on the spectrum, as it were.
2: Yeah, but that movie elevated his status. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, everybody knew who Idris was. (laughs) Yeah, Tyler Perry, first casting director, ladies and gentlemen. I'm only teasing you with some of these credits and even the first three names that she said, like, wow. (laughs) Okay, so, and, you know, I always talk about teaching and, you know, I teach and you've been to my classes. Um, How do you feel about actors taking classes? Oh, and we have a call after this. How do you feel about actors taking classes and nurturing their craft?
4: I think it is probably the single most important thing an actor can do to help their career. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's so interesting to me. There has been this sort of recent controversy debate where there are a lot of African-American actors who feel a certain way about the British, the black British actors Uh, coming and taking sort of roles. Invasion. And what I will say about that is, and this is not against any African-American actor at all, but what I will say is there is a difference in the mindset of how black British actors approach acting training is so very key and Mm -hmm. so very important to who they are as people and how they present in the world as actors. And I think it's really important for, you know, African-American actors, all actors to embrace that part of the job. Like as a casting director, my job is not simply holding auditions because right. if it were just that, <laughs> virtually anybody could do it. Right. My job involves on a daily basis homework, studying, mm-hmm. watching films, yes. watching actor tapes, going to you know workshops, seeing movies, yep. talking with agents, talking to managers, going to film festivals, and that like literally is twenty seven twenty yes. four seven. Um you know, over the course of my career, like mm-hmm. it never stops. Never. And I sort of jokingly tell friends that, you know, sometimes just to escape, I'll watch reality shows because I don't have to watch those in the same way right. that I would watch a television show or a movie. Right. Um, because when I'm doing that, I, I'm in work mode. Right. Um, right. So I think similarly, and I think that is true of really any profession and any person who has success you know, in whatever field they do, there right. is work involved mm-hmm. always. Always. Like you, there's never a time where you can sit back and just, you know, feel like you can coast. I went to see the movie uh, Late Night over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, it was at the Arclight Cinema here, and they do this um, series called Arclight Stories at the end, and they were interviewing the director, who is fantastic. And by the way, if you haven't seen the film, you should Yeah, I want to see it. it. It's so wonderful. I want to see it. Um, but her... Part of her story was there. She talked about this notion of the Hollywood hammock where people believe once you've hit a certain level of success in Hollywood, you can sort of then climb into your hammock and just wait for the offers to sort of come your way for the rest of your career. And in fact, that's not the case. And we all have to sort of always be working, pounding the pavement, bettering ourselves, preparing ourselves for whatever the next opportunity that will present itself to us um is and literally always be always be training and always be ready.
2: I love it. Well we have someone ready on the lines right now. So we're Mm -hmm. gonna patch him in. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hello, who's on the line? Hello everyone. My name is Sierra
0: Nieves. Sierra Sierra? Nieves. Sierra? Yes. Hey, how
2: you doing Sierra? Hi, Kira. Oh, hey.
0: How are you? How are you?
2: Excellent. So this, we have Kim Williams as our guest, casting director extraordinaire. So what is your question?
0: Um, I just want to say before I question, sure, I love your work, Kim. I watched Martin and Rudox and everything else. Great show. So great job to you.
4: Thank um, you.
0: My, no problem. My question is, is there a particular way I should read sides before an audition?
4: And can
2: you be a little more specific? specific yeah. Be more specific. So, Um, so Sierra, when you say, um, how do I read the sides? Because the the thing is, is that it depends on what the sides are, right? So, if it's drama, that's a different tonality. If it's comedy. So, are you saying, you know, specifically, are you reading the sides? Because I always say this, Kim, we're not looking for readers. We're looking for characters. And characters have characteristics. So is this a question about should you just come in and read the lines or should you develop a character for?
0: Uh, Okay. So should you develop a character when Mm -hmm. you're auditioning more Mm -hmm. than just reading the Mm line?
4: Absolutely. And you know, here's the, the, the other thing to remember is when you, you should, you know, when you first get your sides, you should read them over, I don't know, 10 or 20 times to get sort of the, the spirit of the character, the pace of the scene, all of those kind of things, and then do it again in a different way. Because imagine Mm -hmm. if I'm seeing, let's say I'm seeing 10 actors for a role. Uh, Let's say it's a guest star on a a TV series. If I'm seeing 10 actors, Mm -hmm. nine of those actors are going to read it the the exact same way Mm -hmm. because that's just what people do. Mm -hmm. They They take it, they read it, and they go, oh, okay, I got this. But to get Mm -hmm. the role, I'm looking for the person who goes, okay, I'm going to put a spin on this. Like, I could read it this way, but what if I take this line and add this? What if I take these words and read them like that? Right. Again, it's about putting in the work, Mm
0: -hmm.
4: really breaking down the character, breaking down the scene, and finding you know, that specialness that only you can bring to it um, from the material that you have.
0: Right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Got that? So it's More than just reading the lines, it's actually mm. developing and becoming the character.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
4: Yes. Yes.
2: And sometimes when you have an agent, you have the luxury of getting the script and the breakdown. Um, so you have a little more information, but if you don't, Excuse me. You 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 have to trust your instincts and trust um, in reading that material. You're not just reading for your dialogue. Other people talk about us. Um, how you mm-hmm. live tells us something about you. Um, I always tell actors the slug line, which is interior, exterior, location, time of right. day. There's information in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. I, I struggle with that, you know, because when I get a script or anything, instead of, I, I just become nervous. And instead of me, like, I'm just so focused on getting the words right and getting the lines right, then me actually becoming the person. So,
4: And that's I the just, thing. If you are able to put yourself into that world mm-hmm. and then step into that character, the words will come. And I mean, and the nerves are fine. Like uh-huh. that's, what's going to power, you know, uh-huh. and bring the magic. Cause that's all energy. That's all like the specialness that we want. So you're going to, you want to take that and use that to your advantage. Uh-huh. Like, don't worry that you're nervous. Like everybody's nervous. We all get nervous. It happens. It's a natural human emotion. And we want to see that and use that, you know, in, in the best way you can when you're in the room.
0: So being nervous is a good thing, too?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. -hmm. It means you're a person and you're alive and you're feeling and (laughs) you're, you know, emoting. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Okay. You just don't want the nerves to overpower the performance, but yeah, yeah, everybody... You know, right. even us, I always, I used to, when I started casting, I was like, this is such an awkward situation to have people come in a room and perform literally in front of you, you know, behind the table. Yeah. Caring, yeah. yeah. But um, a lot. I love what you said, Kim, power the performance. That's what nerves do. Let the nerves mm-hmm. power your performance, Sierra. I
0: got you. Thank you guys so much. This made me feel a lot better and I'm definitely more confident now.
2: Good. Good. Yay, Sierra. (laughs) Mission accomplished, (laughs) Kim. Thank you, Sierra. Oh my God. I love what you said, Kim. Power. Power through the audition. Let it power through Yeah, that's excellent. So we got another call. Hi.
4: Hello, good afternoon.
2: Hi, good afternoon. Who's on the phone?
4: Hello. My name is Sin.
2: Sin? Yes. This is Kim Williams. That's Kim. And I'm Tracy. Thanks for calling. Well, good afternoon, ladies. Yes. Good afternoon. So you have a question for Kim? Yes. Okay. Um, Kim, does
0: the way I dress affect my audition? Absolutely. So what should I stay away from? Or what should one stay away from? Male, female, you know.
4: You know, I don't necessarily know that there's anything you should stay away from specifically, but I do think what you want to do is lean into whatever the character is. And again, like I said before, if it's a doctor or a lawyer or a police officer, you don't have to don those uniforms, but you want to wear something that that is like that 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 a person like that would wear in a casual, you know, kind of setting. Unless, of course, if you've been specifically told to dress, then you mm-hmm. should do that. Don't go in and say, Kim said, I don't have to, you know, <laughs> don't do that. But, um, you know, I, I would come in looking, you know, as casually professional for whatever the role I'm coming in for as I possibly can.
0: Okay. In your personal opinion, how should I dress? to show my personality.
4: Hmm. Well, again, I I would, I would use discretion and, you know, add whatever that flavor that you have is to that character. Right. And again, here's the thing. You don't, you don't want the, the purpose of you coming into audition is so we can see you do the work. We don't want to be distracted by what you have on by cologne you're wearing, by jewelry you're wearing, like we want, and you uh, you would want us to focus on you because that's the key here. So dressing is just going to enhance whatever is come, you know, whatever you're presenting in the room to us.
0: All right, so stay away from the jewelry and come and smell it. I guess, like laundry. Just fresh.
2: <laughs> like soap and water. That's all. That's all go. we ask. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there we go. I appreciate your time, ladies.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for the question. You are more than here. welcome, Finn. Wow, that was good. That was, you know, you. it's very rare that um, actors ask you about what to wear. And I thought mm-hmm. the cologne was really um, important in the jewelry because sometimes— um, it's a bit overwhelming, especially when yeah. the room is small. So you want to act as you want to pay attention to those details. Thank you very much.
4: Yes, yes. So and I also, you know, mm. I, I want to add one other thing, mm-hmm. and that is to um, women auditioning. Mm-hmm. Just be conscious about how you present, sort of. Um, Characters that may be like a little bit provocative, Mm. I would say don't lean into dressing for that necessarily.
2: Mm. Again,
4: dress appropriately, but, you know, just be mindful of that.
2: That's a great note, Kim. I hear you loudly on that note Um, because it doesn't, you know, it's about what you are alluding, you know. Correct. And I used to always say, you don't have to take your clothes off to have a good time. That's right. So (laughs) on that note, um, I knew this was going to go by super, super fast because it was going to be super fun. And it has. And I have a couple of minutes, Kim, where I want to give all to you, whatever nuggets, diamonds, anything that you feel you want to drop on them before before we leave, please feel free.
4: Well, once again, thank you so much, Tracy. I always have fun when I do these kind of things with you. You are fun. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I just want to say to all the actors listening, we as casting directors, um, casting executives, producers, writers, directors, Mm -hmm. we are your advocates. We want you to get this role. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're working on a film or a television show, we have so many, many things that we have to accomplish in order to get you know, shows and um, films done. We're always, you know, racing against the clock. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we can cast a role and move on to the next thing, that is our ultimate goal. So we want you to win when you come in the room. Mm -hmm. So know that, that we're on team after walking in the door, like, please Mm -hmm. be the answer for us. So just know that when you come in. So And on the flip side of that, When you come in, know that we have lots of things going on. Just be respectful of that. Be prepared. Be ready. Do the necessary work. And when you come in, like, own that room and do your thing. And, you know, we can all win.
2: That was beautiful. That was like tearjerker beautiful. (laughs) It was. Because they don't get a chance to hear those words. They always feel like everybody's against them or the enemy. But it's like, no, you have no idea how much we beg, we plead, we strongly suggest you know, to, Mm -hmm. to, to help you along in your, your journey. So thank you for that. That was very heartwarming and empowering for our actors.
4: Um, And then I want to say one other thing, and that is again about the, you know, presentation. Mm. So your headshot is key because that's your first intro Mm -hmm. um, to us. It's not necessary to have 10,000 versions of your headshot. If you have one or two great looks, that's all you need. Cause uh-huh. that literally is your first entree. That is the thing that's going to get you in, in the, the door. door. Don't overload your resume with all kinds of stuff. You don't have to fill up the page. And as a matter of fact, it's a little more interesting when your page is not filled up because again, people in Hollywood like to say they discover people. So if you're, uh-huh. if you don't, If you haven't done a whole lot of stuff, you know, highlight the, like, key important couple few things and leave the rest, you know, a blank slate. You know, if you work hard and you are diligent and persistent, it will fill up. You don't have to worry about that. Right. Um, What else? And just, you know, do your best work always. Always. Be the best version of yourself you can be Mm. Always.
2: Oh, my God. I'm going to start singing, you guys. Kumbaya. Be the best version of yourself you can be. I, uh, You gave them so much, Kim. And I, you guys need to play this over and over and just listen to these things that are going to empower you in your audition and strengthen you as an actor. From someone who truly knows, Miss Kim Williams, casting director extraordinaire. Put your hands together, everybody. Everybody, stand up. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kim. Love you so much, man. Thank you. You too. See you guys in the audition room. Yay.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back
3: on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller?
0: I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free.
3: Course. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get
1: the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade in. ATT connecting changes everything.
4: Offers vary by device, subject to change. S24 Plus 256 GB offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See slash Samsung for details.
2: Give love, never give up. The journey is where the joy is. It's so easy to point blame at someone else or get upset because it isn't fair. Life happens. I didn't know my healthy son was going to be hit by a car and suffer traumatic brain injury. It's my life now, and I embrace it because challenges and obstacles make us stronger. Never give up. Do everything that you can to pursue your dream. Then do some more, but never, ever give up. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. Thank you.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.